Hello, everyone. You are listening to the Teacher's Tribe podcast. I am your host, Maxine McFarlane, a Jamaican educator living in the United States of America and a nurturer of minds and hearts. There are so many Jamaican expressions that I just instinctively know how to use appropriately. But I must admit that it's sometimes difficult to explain to people outside of the culture. I find it interesting that my own children can also figure them out based on the context. The expression that I chose this week always brings a memory that warms my heart and is one I'm reinventing to keep a positive outlook amidst the challenges. I must apologize too for the missing podcast episode last week. It has just been that kind of school year and I just wasn't able to get it done last week. Anyway, this week, me glad bag bus. Keep listening. I was browsing the internet for instances of when Jamaicans said, me glad bag bus, and they evoked smiles as I reminisced. Here are a few examples. The first one is during the London Olympics in 2012. Jamaican sprinters like Shelley and Fraser Price, Veronica Campbell-Brown, Warren Weir, Usain Bolt and Johan Blake electrified the track and earned a total of 12 medals, four gold, five silver and three bronze. We glad bag did definitely boss. In December 2020, when Tony Ann Singh became the fourth Jamaican woman to win the title of Miss World, the nation was bursting with pride. Another Gladbach bus moment. Although I wasn't born yet, I can imagine how the people of independent Jamaica felt on August 6, 1962, when they lowered the Union Jack and hoisted the Jamaica flag. Them Gladbach must bus. Here's another throwback example. In 1988, the unexpected happened when Jamaica's bobsled team debuted at the Winter Olympics in Calgary as underdogs in this cold weather sport. This is admittedly unusual for a tropical nation to be represented and caught movie producers' eyes, hence the movie everybody knows, Cool Runnings. Just in case you missed it, the women's bobsled team also participated in 2018. Imagine 20 years later again. I could go on listing many Gladbach bus moments from Jamaica, but my all-time favorite example is one from my family. Many years ago, one of my aunts who lived in Canada went to Jamaica on vacation. My mother called their youngest sister who lives in Jamaica to check in after my aunt's arrival in Jamaica. So my mother asked her, your Gladbach bus, not true. My aunt responded, you hear it? Now, I hope my non-Jamaican listeners are not thinking that a glad bag is a literal bag and is in no way related to the popular brand name. Literally, my glad bag burst is translated as my glad bag burst. This is an expression that simply means someone is extremely happy. The joy cannot be contained. Imagine putting gladness in a bag and filling it up so much that the bag just bursts open. This year, it might be difficult to find such moments. 
If we are not careful, we could very easily become overwhelmed by all that is happening in the world. I gave myself a reality check recently and connected it with the expression that I have been talking about. I realize that I have to be more intentional with finding things that make me happy. At a time when negativity, challenges, and disappointment abound, the little things will have to be magnified. Let's explore how to adjust our lens. Most of the examples that I mentioned earlier were major events that were highlighted on a large scale and would easily fit into the Gladbach bus category. I have, however, decided that I will focus on ordinary, everyday things that have potential to bring happiness. You might be amazed by how a shift in perspective can make a world of a difference. I know that this is not a new message from me, but it's worth repeating. I have proven Mike Sissel's idea and will share my reflections on how it can be applied to a challenging week in my life. Here's what he said, and I quote, The lens through which you view the world will greatly affect the quality of your life. End of quote. Students returned to my building on October 26th and I was filled with so many emotions. I was filled with anxiety, concern for my colleagues who were in the face-to-face classrooms, and discomfort with how much interaction I would have to do. I tried to use various techniques to keep calm and complete the additional duties that were assigned to me. Five students joined my virtual classroom, awaiting their turn to meet their face-to-face teacher in two weeks. I also had to give my colleague a morning break and later pick up lunches from the cafeteria for her students and I had hallway duty during dismissal. Amidst all of my feelings, I couldn't help but think about how my colleagues were handling things. Their regular classes were disrupted and they had to entrust their online students to other teachers. They will teach new protocols and establish new classroom routines for three consecutive weeks in addition to keeping up with instruction. They will in essence be having the first week of school three times within the same school year. Actually, it will be four if we include the real first week of school that happened remotely in August. Here's how I found gladness amidst all of this. I anticipated that traffic would be heavier with school buses on the roads and more parents driving their children to school. I was pleasantly surprised that my travel time was pretty much the same as the weeks before. Yes, me glad bug boss. I was uncertain about how well the five new students would transition to my class. The ones that I'm keeping while my face-to-face, um, my face-to-face colleague is in the classroom. I wondered if there would be any issues with them signing into Google Meet for the first time. I'm happy to report that all five students were present and engaged in my virtual classroom every day. As a bonus, collaborating with my teammate about our students was a smooth process. It's no Olympic record, but these little things help to lighten the load. In previous years, I would dread the week when I saw my name on the schedule for hallway duty. This year, I wished it wasn't something that I had to do wishful thinking. Fortunately, 
Due to students being in three cohorts, there were only a few students in the hallway at one time. Dismissal went smoothly, and I had the pleasure of having many conversations with a new student who speaks another language, thanks to Google Translate. The dismissal process also went by quickly because there were fewer students to escort to their buses. I would never have thought that I could get through a week of hallway duty without the overwhelming dread. Yes, my Gladbach bus. I put a lot of effort into motivating my students and encouraging them to give their best effort in all settings. The icing on the cake for me was when I received emails from two specialists reporting how well my students did in their classes. I felt like a proud parent and really appreciated that they took the time to share it with me. Amidst the many things they undoubtedly have on their plates, they shared their experiences with me and those simple acts provided just the fuel that I needed. This year, I am uncertain about many things, but their emails confirmed that I must be doing something right. Now, this make me glad bag boss. According to Charles Dickens, happiness is a gift and the trick is not to expect it, but to delight in it when it comes. I am telling myself that happiness may not come in over the top delightful ways as it did in previous years. It may be hard to find and maintain one's happiness during a pandemic and amidst unrest and uncertainty in our world, but I encourage you to adjust your focus. Parents and caregivers, Every time you hear your child scream excitedly, play gleefully, or laugh out loud, focus on that. Find happiness in the fact that he or she is finding enjoyment, although life is not the same as it was last year this time. Teachers, focus on the fact that you can still make a difference in your students' lives, even if you are not physically in the same room, or if half of your face is hidden behind a mask when you are in the classroom with them. By extension, maybe you could be the one to bring cheer to someone else. I have found that when I make someone happy, I also experience happiness. Here's a poem by Abimbola T. Avlibi that puts this into perspective. The title of the poem is The Choice is Mine. Life may not let me choose my lot, but whether I'd be happy or not, that is my choice. To leave hurtful memories behind or allow them to bother my mind, the choice is mine. To fret over a mistake when it's done or learn from it and move on, the choice is mine. To be bothered by all that people say or ignore them and go my own way, the choice is mine. To hide my feelings, pent up, unspoken, or say my mind and ease the burden, the choice is mine. To enjoy what I've been able to gain or ungratefully regard it with disdain, the choice is mine. Sometimes I won't get to pick my lot, but whether I'll be happy or not will always be my choice. That feeling when your Gladbach bus is wonderful We will have to make a choice daily to sustain our happiness. I encourage you and myself to adjust the lens, 
focus on all that is going well and stay positive. Until the next episode, walk good and one love. Thank you.